and 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 really it's talking to individuals that are in the rural areas that doesn't that don't and, and South Africans that don't necessarily get up every day knowing that they could uh, tap into a Wi-Fi, you know, um, be able to send an email or have a smartphone. Mm-hmm. So this, this is essentially what we're trying to focus on. It, the post office allows the ordinary South African to communicate and communicate, you know, effectively and affordably. So we, we need to bear that in mind. Uh, and we did bear that in mind as part of the business rescue plan. 100%. Maybe let's go into some of the outcomes that have been included in the plan. And let's start off with the financial outcomes that you're looking to uh, uh, manage here, uh, especially payment to creditors. I understand creditors will receive 12 cents in the rand uh, by the end of March 2024. Help us understand this context. Yeah, sure. So the business rescue attempts to do what is referred to as a compromise. And effectively, uh, the, the, the liabilities of the post office were north of $9 billion. Hmm. So by, um, if one has to contrast this to a liquidation scenario, because on liquidation or in liquidation, uh, creditors will receive effectively four cents in the end. Um, what we've attempted to do with the rescue is, is provide all creditors uh, 12 cents or 12% of what's owed to them as a full and final settlement, which is certainly better than the 4% or the four cents in the end that they will achieve on liquidation. So that, that certainly is an enhancement of value to creditors. Um, and, and, and that's why we were able to get the votes more than 75% in favor of the plan. Because it allowed them to get a better return. It also allowed us to implement the turnaround, so to speak. And it will allow the post office then to survive into the future. Mm-hmm. This does come with the potential job cuts, though. And maybe you can give us some context as to how these jobs might be selected and um, the number of jobs likely to be impacted. So I'd like to start off by, you know, contrasting again to a liquidation. Um, if, if the post office were to be liquidated, 11,000 jobs would be lost. Um, with the business rescue process, uh, we are effectively saving 5,000 jobs. So, you know, the, the right sizing or retrenchment is, is, is unfortunate. It's not something that's good to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, we, one had to look at how we create a sustainable entity, and that looks at right sizing. Um, various elements, not just um, staff costs. But at the end of the day, you know, we had uh, excessive costs in the organization that had to be curtailed. Uh, the second element to that looks at, uh, for example, reducing the branch for 2,600 branches. But more to your question, you know, this will be done uh, in a responsible manner. Um, and we are actively engaging with the union uh, representatives as well as uh, employees that, is in, uh, that are non-unionized. And, and those are ongoing discussions. We, we will be implementing the Section 189 process and following the responsible channels to do that. Got you. What I'm also keen to understand, though, is uh, the agreements with the creditors, the closure of certain operations um, does also depend on uh, additional capital injection that will be required from National Treasury. Uh, uh, 2.4 billion rand, if I'm not mistaken, to help settle creditors and 2 billion rand uh, also likely to be received in 2025. Help us understand more about this and um, how you will be lobbying, I guess, for National Treasury to support these efforts. Yes, so one of the key assumptions or the conditions precedent in the plan that we presented is that we, the post office will receive the 3.8 billion funding. So that's the, effectively the split that you mentioned. And we had to make an assumption and, and slot that into uh, the following year and the year thereafter. Um, it, is, it is an uncertainty. Um, we have been liaising with uh, the shareholder, which is the Department of Communications and Digital Technologies and effectively National Treasury. Uh, there are ongoing interactions there. 
And um, one of the requirements was to get a business rescue plan uh, because uh, the funding has to be provided on the basis that there is a plan that, you know, shows sustainability and that eventually can be rescued. Mm-hmm. So that's effectively, um, you know, where we at. And uh, we, we, we have made it clear that that funding is important in order for the business rescue to be successful going forward. And, and just maybe a last comment there, because our plan is not a, is not a one-year plan. It's, it's a two-to-five-year strategy. Yes. Um, now that the plan has been voted on, and, and that's, that's been a great move um, and a positive move in the process, because creditors have now you know, voted in favor of the plan. So for the next 12 months, it's about implementing the plan. And, and that talks through to um, you know, implementing the initiatives, uh, to streamline this, to basically allow what we refer to as the survival and stabilizing of the business in the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. Thereafter, it looks at future-proofing the business. And, you know, that's where it opens up further opportunities. And we are looking at partnerships, um, you know, digital services, other services that can enhance and diversify the revenue stream uh, in order to, to create sustainability going forward. And I'm glad you mentioned that, and perhaps we can evaluate that a little bit further because there are nuances that go back to the fundamentals of the South African Post Office Service uh, in reducing its exposure, I guess, to, to um, money investments or, or money movements and cash payouts, such as the Sasa Grant. Uh, contextualize that for us further in terms of their partnership with the South African Post Office. And is there an official closing date or final date to Sasa payouts? Thank you. So uh, there is a transitional arrangement in place with the uh, Post Bank, which uh, many of your listeners may know, have, are now, have now, is now independent, effectively. There was a bill that uh, was passed in, in, in Parliament that allows the Post Bank to be an independent entity away from the Post Office. So the SASA grant is uh, the one contract that also moved across with the Post Bank. Uh, for the next two to three months, as part of the transitional arrangement, we will continue to assist the post bank in making the SAFA grant payment. Um, and of course, you know, all post offices remain open for business. Uh, it is operational. Um, so, you know, part of the, what we are doing also look at various transitional arrangements as, and which is effective in as part of the business rescue plan. 100%. What I'm also keen to close off with, um, Mr. Ruplal, is perhaps as you, you know, have given us this overview of the plans going forward, you've obviously had the, the, the privilege of evaluating the business's performance under various leadership and during different tenures. And uh, I picked up an interesting article that actually highlighted how Mark Barnes was actually able to improve the equity of the business during his tenure. Help us understand, uh, I guess, some of these highlights in terms of leadership, where things might have gone wrong, um, and some positive investments that actually worked favorably for the post office versus how this was undone. So as business rescue practitioners, um, we are totally independent. I think that's the, the one um, very positive requirement in any business rescue. It requires the BRPs to be independent. So we've come in and focused on where the business is now. Can it be said? What are the prospects of rescue? And, and what are the interventions to do that? And that's exactly how we've applied our minds in terms of coming in, assessing the business, investigating, understanding what's there, and being forward-looking. So um, difficult for me to really comment on, on the past because that hasn't been our mandate. But I think what's positive is that based on our assessment, independent assessment, this is the plan that we've put forward. Mm-hmm. And then um, to talk to leadership, uh, to create the post office that uh, you know, will be automated, um, that will look at modernization and, and, and providing digital services. That certainly um, is part of our assessment. Um, 
because you certainly need leadership going forward uh, that has the right competence, skill set, and of course the ability um, to drive the strategy that we put forward. So we certainly will be looking at assessing the current leadership, but certainly we'll also looking to enhance and augment and getting digital skills, IT skills that can take the post office to the next level. 100%. Mr. Ruplal, truly appreciate your time this evening and uh, looking forward to seeing the outcomes of these results as uh, they, they get implemented. Thank you again for your time, sir. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.